Serenissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Welcome back to the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio, with your host, Hurricane Age. New day, new show, great topic, uh, a very important topic. Uh, it's a live topic. Uh, I think that everybody watching and listening right now could relate to it one way or the other. Uh, and with me, uh, my guest is changing lives, changing families, helping people live better in a way. Uh, you hear this expression, living better, in a lot of context. But, but in this particular one, you'll see what I'm talking about when we start the discussion. Uh, she is the founder of Plan Simple. And uh, her name is Mia Moran, and she is uh, literally going to help us talk about some important things at home and at work and everywhere. <laughs> you know, she she is going to talk to us about life balance, you know, and, and we've, we hear about that all the time. Life balance. What does that mean? You know, and uh, we get topics, discussions about this all the time at work, you know, and TV programs, blah, blah, blah. But what, it does, what does that mean? And it's important because... We don't just work, work, work. We have to do other things. And sometimes you are demanded to do certain things at work, but you have also other work functions at home. doesn't matter. But but women specifically, they do a lot of that, you know, juggling. So today specifically, we're going to have that discussion with Mia. Mia, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, no. This is, this is I'm excited as well, because it is a topic that I've uh, wanted to actually, you know, uh, tackle and address uh, because... I always admire women in general, you know, who are committed to their families, to their, and, and I'm talking families, any type of, you know, situation, yeah. as well as, you know, their work. And uh, it is, it is a very difficult task to do. Like if you don't have someone in your life and you're just meeting with someone every now and then, it's one thing. If you have a family and you have commitments, it is a tough and, and jobs demand things from you. And, and so you have started a company to help people kind of organize women specifically to yeah. organize themselves and by the way this is not just about women this is actually we're going to talk about men as well you know we have we have a part of a big part of this 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 uh balanced life you know concept so 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 mia let's talk about you first your background uh and and how it all started and where did you get to come up with this concept because it is a beautiful concept it is a needed a needed concept and so thank you for doing it Oh, you're welcome. So I am a actually I'm a graphic designer by trade, but I would say I was born an entrepreneur. So what happened is I like, I don't know, I don't even know how I got school through school, to be honest with, with everyone <laughs> listening, like it was not my place at all. But somehow I made it through. And somewhere in the midst of talking my way into a college, um, I realized it wasn't for me and I left and I went home and I just figured out how to work and um, uh, like just like get to some of the meaning that uh, for me, school didn't didn't give me a lot of the meaning stuff. I was a seeker and I wasn't finding any of that. So I, I spent some time doing that, at which point I fell in love with with design and I ended up going to art school. So I ended up going back to college, but I went to art school and that's really where I found my path and I um 
you know, I ended, I'm telling you all this part because I ended up in a job job for like a year and realized that wasn't for me. And I started my own design firm. So I started a company early and I had met my now husband when I was in high school. So like I already had somebody who I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. I had a company and I ended up in my late twenties starting to have kids and I have three teenagers now, but that was then. And so I, I had this moment where I had this thriving design company. I had married the man of my dreams. I'm still married to him. We had like even bought an apartment, which I did. That wasn't even like in my dreams. Like I hadn't even known I could do that. And I had these three beautiful kids who I like hid behind. They were all under five. And I just remember one day, like sitting at my desk and thinking, oh my gosh, like I, I got it all. Like I am, this is such like, a privilege. I feel so lucky. Like, how is this? Like, how is this happening? And then I just remember like my heart sinking. And I looked across the desk at this stack of coffee cups. And I was like, Oh, my God, I have had seven cups of coffee since 9am. And it was probably like two. And I was like, first of all, like, how is that possible? How have I gotten anything done? Why am I so freaking exhausted? If I've had this much caffeine, they tell you at Starbucks that their caffeine is like extra. So I should be like, you know, flying high. <laughs> And um, like, why am I so miserable? Like, that was really what I got to that day. And I was like, what on earth is happening? Like, I I knew at that time, like, I, I wanted to be grateful. I wanted to be appreciative. And I, I was all those things. And I felt something was missing. So what I realized was missing was my health. <laughs> and so I was in this phase where it was like really busy with work because I was growing this company. And it was really busy at home because I had three kids under five. And my body, like I had gained 80 pounds during my pregnancies. Like I was, I was drinking too much coffee clearly. Like no one had ever, like I had never learned how to cook growing up. So we were getting a lot of takeout, like nothing was good. And so in that day I was like, all right, it's, we just, I got to get healthy. And so that just like that conviction just started me on this path of, all right, what does that look like? And it was like one thing led to another and I got healthy, I say in record time, but it was really, it was more that I was focused and one choice led to another. And I just like kept going. And I don't even know how I, I like, I don't know how I did it looking back because I changed a lot really quickly, but it really was, it was like confidence and conviction that this is what I needed to do right now, despite what, you know, the world was telling me was possible. And, um, I got really healthy really quickly. And then at the point that I did that, I was like, well, wait, I have to bring my family along. Like what's happening? Then, then I started really questioning this idea of balance. Um, and when I really started to feel imbalance, I was like, why is no one talking about this? Like mm. as an entrepreneur, that must be my next step. <laughs> and so that sort of, that got me, you know, one thing led to another, there was a book in there about food, but eventually I landed on this idea of how do we balance work and family and our wellness because we've never been asked to balance this much before men and women i happen to focus on women because that you know i had to focus on something to have a smart business but really all of this is universal well yeah thank you for sharing that there's a lot in what you just stated there and and i want to just go back to even the the beginning and just because you said, stated something that was very powerful that we can people can benefit from uh, the idea that you went to school but it didn't jive for you. It wasn't it wasn't the right frequency and the right vibe, and you did I mean, uh, you know you did leave, but you were trying to find 
who you were and what would work for you. And and, and that's that, that I want to just highlight that point for people who are listening, because not everybody is cut out the same way. We all have different ambitions, different personalities, different just tendencies, right? And uh, the idea is that, yes, there is a school system. There is a whole thing. Sometimes our parents tell us what to do and how to do it. And then we follow through. But then when you discover that it's not for you, you have to make a decision. And sometimes it's for the right reasons. And it is the right reason for you to discover what's good for you. Because if you don't, you could be very miserable for a long time. Yes. Because you're going to wind up doing something that is not where you're not happy and not going to find yourself. Uh, And by the way, Statistically, a majority of people actually do go through a school, a program that never actually work, or they can even find a job <laughs> in the career path. And it is just, just amazing, but it's reality. Uh, we all know that you can't get a job without experience. And so how do you get experience if you don't get a job in the first place? And that whole cycle continues. And But but if you're not happy doing what you love, you're never going to be right. giving more and performing more. So I just wanted to, to highlight that. And the fact that you went back to something that you enjoyed, uh, that was great because that built up you. And then you added another element that's important for our audiences to listen to. I mean, again, we're going to talk about the life balance, but this is just as important because it is part of how you synchronize yourself, right? It's understanding you in the first place. I think that's important, right? And then you, I'm not about to work for someone. See, you you discovered that. That's not you. Yeah. Again, that's the other oh, thing. Absolutely. It, 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 yeah. I, I think, I think, it's not something selfish when we want to do this, me, myself, yeah. and I. Uh, it is important because at the end, of the day, no one really cares. It's you first. And and you as important because you're going to impact everybody. And we're going to talk about how that life balance is impacting everybody in your life. So you are it. And so you need to, to be in a very smooth operating functionality and happy. You discovered something that was you, which is arts and design and you started to work but it didn't take long to discover again that i don't want to work for anybody and you know what frankly we hear this more recently than ever there's a right. tendency a trend where people are like more like uh-uh, i don't want to work for anyone i want to work for myself and i do stuff and with technology today with social media with all the stuff that's available there's opportunities that are driving you're in the the, the graphic art design i mean there's a lot of freelancers in that that space and it works right so but again the message here is more about you need to know who you're who you are you need to see what drives you what motivates you what makes you happy and you got to go for it i'm sure it wasn't easy i'm sure it's not as simple just uh, i'm gonna just drop everything and go but technically it is that simple it's just that you have to balance the financials of it and things like that you have to figure out a way yeah. out but you can uh you're not stuck to anything you can restart yourself any given day but do the right thing and i love what you said about you had it. I mean, you were able to to marry the man of your life, uh, the the person that was with you all along. You had the perfect family, but now you were an entrepreneur. And this is where we get deep, right? Entrepreneurs. Yeah. Uh, I like what people think when you work for someone. You have a job. You have tasks. You go in. You come out. Yes, you're robotic, you know, and it's also draining, right? people don't realize how hard it is to be an entrepreneur because you are in charge of everybody and yourself and everything. And God forbid something doesn't work out. You know, you, you're not working with someone you are working. You ha- it has to work. <laughs> it has to work out. So it's important now, which means that we give more. And by the way, again, this is whether you are an entrepreneur or just an employee, it, the, the impact is almost the same, but yeah. either way, the balance, again, maybe some people will, will argue the, the opposite that, as an entrepreneur, you get a lot more work and a lot more crazy and more hours because people think 
if I work for myself, I'm going to be on a cruise ship every day or a yacht, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't work that way. I literally had a laptop in the hospital after birthing all three kids. I have to admit, it's not something I'm proud of at all and something I would probably do different today, but <laughs> that well, was the truth. <laughs> but, but, but Mia, that's exactly right. You are in charge. That's yeah. the thing. Like when you're an entrepreneur, not only you have you, but you have people, either your clients, your employees, the people that work with you. You're responsible for all those. So it's like when you're in management, right? You know, it's not just about you. Now you're in charge of a lot of people. So instead of dealing with one person, you're dealing with many. Yes. And so it's the same concept. And then you just have like a job you can move, you can drop and go and get the same job with better pay. You have a business, you know, yeah, you can close the business, but it is, it is not hard to, it is not easy to just start a business and build it. It takes time and momentum and so on and so forth. So the work, the energy, it's burnout. And I think that's a big word. Uh, we all kind of at a degree or another time of our lives, if you're working in a career path or or as, as an individual entrepreneur, uh, you will find that your health is going to be affected, period. Yeah. Now, we are on a health show and a wellness show, and health is everything. You, you, if you lose your health, how good can you be doing whatever you're right. doing? Nothing, right? So thank you for breaking, for sharing that with us. And I just wanted to kind of, dissect a little yeah, bit of it because I think it is, is a good foundation for our people. So now you discovered that, Hey, I am trying to do good for me. I'm organizing myself. This is my next chapter. And, and now you started a whole new chapter, which, which I believe it it is, it is your calling because you are helping people. Now you right. are changing lives. We just, I just mentioned a few items where you need to have some sort of a, uh, a stop moment and, and different, you know, time frames. But at the end of the day, you want to make sure your health is really not suffering. And we all do that. You talked about coffees and, and, and multiple cups, you know, and, you're, and yeah. you're, you're not really, you know, you're not feeling good. You know, half day. And by the way, as an entrepreneur, two o'clock is probably not even a half day. You're still going to run a few more hours. It, it is what it is because you have clients, you got this, you got that, and you have to, to be responsible for everything. So you're, and then you are, a married person, you have children, so that means you have to take care of all that business at home. And you got and everything has to still be coherent at home. Not, not, you can't do it half. You know, you got to do it right. Right. And one thing you said, well, we eat we ate a lot of junk. <laughs> you know, I mean we either say the word junk, but I I, I call it junk. I Absolutely mean, you know, junk. It was definitely <laughs> <You know>? junk. <laughs> yeah, but but that's the thing, like because you're not cook you're not cooking, you know, correctly, you're not, not prepping meals correctly, you're not balancing, you just like whatever comes on, you pay, you get, you know, a lot of, a lot of salt, a lot of sweets, a lot of, you know, uh, I guess oils and all the bad stuff for you. And, but you're doing it because you have no time to actually take and manage the cooking part yeah. of it and stuff. And, uh, but that all affects your health. And the reason we all have this excuse, like, what do you do? If I ask someone right now, they'll be like, well, I got to work. I got to run. I got to do this. I got to do that. And then even eating sometimes can be a problem when you're working and you're like, you have meeting after meeting after meeting. I've, I've been in this position where you just kind of grab something and you're like, you know, munching between meetings or you're like, you just, you know, crunching stuff. You ate late, you know, when you got home, that's not good for you. Uh, you went without water. How many days I've had personally, you know, to be at the office and not drink because I just couldn't go to, <laughs> to get a bottle of water or something. And then you just drain yourself. So it is difficult. So, so your work, is definitely an important piece of of what needs to be uh, more present in our world today. 
I think more of your work should be explored mm. out there and more of you, hopefully. <laughs> but we have you and that's important, right? So so you're doing this already. And I love the idea that you could not find something of that effect available to you. So decide. Right. That's, that's the other thing. Sometimes uh, necessity is modern invention. <laughs> you could not see it. You made it. That's it. And I love that. That that's that's just you. That's the entrepreneur you. You know, you see a need and make it happen. Right. So let's talk about that. Now you started this concept. How does that work? Okay. So first of all, I just I'm gonna clarify since we're talking to some entrepreneurs. I didn't start here. I started with the food because that was the piece that made an impact at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I literally wrote a cookbook about the food and how to feed your family the food. Like that's that's how I started. <laughs> While I had it's the important. design company, yeah. And then the book, because I'm an entrepreneur, I figured out how to make it a bestseller. So the book became a bestseller and all of a sudden I found myself like on television, like talking about feeding your kids well. And one thing led to another and somehow I decided it would be a great idea to take my three kids out of the, out of school who at this point, so when it all started, they were you know all under five. At this point, they were, I think in... I think it was second, fifth, and seventh grade. Mm -hmm. And I took them out of school and we went on a book tour for a year, obviously way before COVID. So in that, I was talking about food and feeding your family well and getting to family dinner. And I was talking to a lot of parents because I was traveling for a year and I was speaking at schools and all the things. And I just kept thinking I would end up in this room full of people who were like eating McDonald's and like, like just really unhealthy. And I just kept being in this room of like these beautiful people. And I'm like, these people seem like they know more about food than I do. Like, why are they at this talk? And I just like, couldn't figure it out. You know, in California, I'm like, everyone in California is like, you know, looks like models. And I was like, what's happening? And so I just started asking tons of questions. And it was true. The people in California really do go to a lot of farmers markets and they really do know about their produce and they know about their green smoothies long before I was talking about green smoothies and they drive a lot. So they don't have a lot of time. Like they were not feeling like they had any time. And so the common thing was I would be like, well, like, just take out your phone. Like, of course you have time to sit at dinner. Why wouldn't you have time to sit at dinner? And we would look and like, really, they wouldn't have time to sit at dinner. And that was one little string that I had that even though I didn't grow up with a family that cooked or whatever, we always sat down for dinner. So I literally thought everyone did that. Like I had no idea that people didn't sit down for dinner. And so I just started playing. That was like the designer in me, right? I used to take apart people's companies and figure out how to put them together and make them make sense. This was me doing the same thing with people's lives. I was like, well, look, if you just do this and do this and do this, like, I wonder if that would work and you would find the time. So I just became like, it really became about finding time. And then as I like really started to step into the work, cause you know, I was like sort of tiptoeing into it at the beginning. As I really started to step into it, I was like, oh, the thing that I really did back on that day that I decided to change my food and then the same thing happened when I decided to write a book. And I'm, by the way, I'm like 100% totally dyslexic. So the idea that I would write a book makes no sense. Um, and also when I decided to take my kids out of school for a year, which also does not make sense <laughs> that a dyslexic mother would be homeschooling her children for a year but and, and on a book tour. But anyway, um, but when I looked back at all those choices that made a big difference, I had gone through a similar process of like, really zoning out the noise like it was it was like I went into my own heart I really like on like 
came to an understanding from the inside out of like, what was my next step? Like I really went inward to figure out the next step. And then when I, when I heard it, when I like figured it out, I, I just took action right away. There was like no drama. It was just a little step though. Like not a huge thing. I, I didn't, I, t- I took a really doable step and that kept happening over and over again. And I realized that that was what was missing. Like I, you know, there is no right answer. Everyone's different, right? Everyone's going to have a different blueprint. That's why school and, and corporate is so hard because we're all so different and those things are so formulaic. And so lots of us can't find our, our place in there. And there's nowhere really in, in any of those systems that teaches us to listen to our intuition or teaches us to like, you know, find, find our way. And in fact, it's getting even harder because now, you know, our, I'm sitting here with my phone and just while I've been talking to you, like it keeps binging, you know, cause someone's tagging something on Instagram. Like there's all, there's so much noise. And so there's so much possibility, even of getting good at like, there's so much, there, there's a lot of bad out there that we're getting, but there's also a lot of good, but just because it's good doesn't mean it's yours. Like it doesn't mean that you have to go do it. And so it was really about like, oh, like, how do I just like start from my gut, start from my heart, figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. And then things sort of start to line up and become way easier than when we're pushing and trying to like Jenga together all the things that aren't, were never really ours to do. Like we did, we weren't meant, that's not, that wasn't our purpose. Um, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I know. Sorry. But, There's always a lot. No, no, no. But that, that's good. A lot. <laughs> I mean, I like it. It's, 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 it's a lot of meat, right? A lot of good stuff. And it, uh, by the way, uh, thank you for clarifying, uh, you know, the transition. Uh, but that's, that's, that's also an important thing because what people don't realize everything that we do, you got to look back and say like, what were the steps? And sometimes you don't realize that you went through different discoveries and every time you discover something else that's needed and you just add more and add more. And that's really progress. That's how you you know evolve in different things. I mean, our motto is time to evolve. And yeah. evolution requires that kind of mentality. Like, well, this is not working. Uh, okay, this is a need. Let's fix this. Uh, well, something else missing. Let's do this. And you're always questioning why, why, why. And the next thing you know, you have something, a new system, a new formula, a new uh, program, a new planning program, right? And I, I love the idea that you said that you wanted to... Uh, get that done. And you wrote a book, even though you didn't think that a book was something for you, but you did. That's the other thing. Most people, sometimes they, they say, ah, yeah, I'm not sure I can do this. If you want to do it, you know, and it's going to make sense do it. And, 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 and you did. And it was a good convenient thing because to your point, cooking, or at least having a, a meal is important. We have lost that tradition. I think yeah. now most of that more than ever people don't have the time to eat you know to listen i have a fight sometimes in my own house you know like everybody i want everybody on the table and it's, it's almost like a, a buffet style you know everybody walks in they get the stuff they go to the room i'm like no we gotta sit we have our moment we need to be as a family and we do this we're losing that and with the new generation i think it's getting worse and worse because just just how it is uh I love that, that that everybody, there was breakfast, there was lunch, there was dinner, whatever it was, you know, uh, weekends or otherwise, if you, if there was an opportunity, everybody was on the table. We all had a nice meal and uh, we spent time to eat the meal. Now, even when we eat, it's like one, two, three, four, and it's like doing a countdown on like who's going to finish faster <laughs> and then we're out, you know? So, so it changes, you know, over time and 
I, it is great to actually have someone that is looking at and say, look, we got to do better. Uh, we got to eat healthier. That's the other thing that you mentioned. You know, uh, I love what you said about California folks are going to be happy today. <laughs> you know, well, but but it's true. There is a it's a different mindset over there. And there's other states that do have access to the farming. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, I didn't mean that in any way. No, no, yeah. <laughs> in any way, uh, but just I just kept being surprised. Like I kept thinking I would see really unhealthy people, and that's not who I was seeing. So, so, so you know, uh, East Coast versus West Coast. I mean, we you know depends on where you are. Yeah, things yeah. can can vary a lot. And, and by the way, we're talking nationally here in the states, but. Have Canada, we have other countries, and this yes. goes all over. So, there are, it depends where you are, folks. If you're watching or listening, you know this may not be exactly the same, but there are the similarities in every walk of life, in every place in the world. We have some areas that are just inclined to do better in terms of the health versus others, uh, because of the nature. You know, if you're in, yeah. in the business concept, uh, it's just what you got to be running. You even even here, you go out of the suburbs, you know, things are chilling. You go to some states, you know, they take the time as opposed to some other places. I'm in New York, there is no time. You know, talking about time, it's like, you know, everybody's got the first excuse. Uh, I have no time. I have no time. I have no, we can make the time, yeah, but, but that's the first excuse. <clears throat> the, and the, the interesting thing about time, especially as it relates to those things, like, so for example, um, dinner, right? Like, so we started that thing. And by the way, I think anyone can start this at any time. So there's no like magic to starting when your kids are two, like you can, you can start as an adult to sit and eat, but there's so many like benefits around like digestion and connecting with the people at the table and helping the people who are, you know, younger than 25 at your table feel the connection. And we don't really think about that because we're so rushed, but that actually saves time somewhere. Right. So it like, it like the digestion piece, like saves time later and like makes, uh, whatever we're eating more useful to our health later. And the connecting is going to help solve a problem. When, when, when one of those people at the table might have an issue later, like that time that we've spent that time that we've put in, like go pays itself forward and, and Ben's time, later. And so we forget like how it's all connected. Like time, we think of time as linear, but time is so not linear. Mm -hmm. And so all these things like, it's, and, and again, it's not about doing all the things. So for someone listening, it actually might not even be about dinner, but it, again, it's like, what's that thing? Like for me, that was something that was pulling on me really strong. So it was something I put my heart and attention into, right? Like, eating well was something that was at that moment pulling strong. And now I don't have to think about it so much. There's other things I think about other things that pull on me and I, and I prioritize. Um, but I, I just think it's really important to, to note that like, especially when we're feeling so busy that sometimes in order to get unbusy, we're actually adding things to our schedule. It's just, we're adding the right things for us. It makes no sense, like really, to say that out loud. But I've seen it over and over and over again. No, I, I, you're you're saying the right things. There's there's no. It, it does make sense. It, actually, it does make sense. We we because we are so used to not that you know we think that is it's it's like now what's normal is not normal is abnormal. Right? Yeah, and you know like what's normal is not normal. And that's the question. And because we're just in a trend that that's been kind of set, you know, in in a culture. Um, we don't realize that what we've lost and how it applies and how we can change. And sometimes to your point, like adding that extra, like, oh, that's going to take my time, like, because I can't do the other stuff. But you're right. It's going to be helping you in a lot of ways. And if there's a will, there's a way that applies to everything. And time, we have time. I mean, I, I have these memes that I, I see all the time and I even reshare. Uh, 
you can make the time, you know, like you, somebody says, well, stop watching TV and you can have time to do something. I can go to the gym, get up early and go to the gym. You know, there's, there's different things, you know, like I, you can, we have 24 hours, right? I mean, nice. We do have to have enough sleep and we're going to talk about that because when we talk about running and rushing and uh, the rat race, the, we tend to work 12 hours and you, you, I love what you said about California. They don't have time because they driving. Yeah. Long distances. <laughs> you know, you have that in commute. I mean, I, I believe me, I've had a job where I commuted three hours each way. I had another job yeah. where I had to commute, wow. you know, two hours each day, you know, so each way each day, right. That's four hours. Just, just on the road. You know, you'll, and, and believe me, when I talked about food, sometimes I just had to stop at a Wawa's or whatever on the road, just to grab something to drink or or just snack on until I get home. And then I get home at 11 o'clock only to get up at six to go back again. Not alive, you know? And so, so it's important folks to, to realize that what are you doing is it's, it's bad for you, bad for the environment, it's bad for you. Cause if you're not healthy, you're probably going to affect everybody around family. You're probably going to teach them the wrong stuff as well. And that's just going to become a domino effect and so on and so forth. So Mia, you talked about writing a book. I love that idea about the cooking and the meals and stuff. So this was just more like, you know, what's a healthy meal and, and to balance food, I'm assuming, right? To just have a decent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really, I was really about getting everybody in the household to eat more fruits and vegetables, which was really my passion at that moment. <laughs> and, and you know, it was really my focus. And, you know, I've been thinking about what I would do with that now. I think I would go republish it and focus more on less on the food that and more on the family parts um, of the book. Part two. So maybe that will happen someday. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's all in there. It's just like, it's like kind of a meshed. It's like a, a recipe book with like all the parenting tips. So I'd probably separate them out a little bit. So yeah, it was really about how to create a lifestyle because when I got into all this, um, I didn't know anything. And so I started, it was before podcasting was the thing, but I, and because I was a designer, I, th- I decided what I would do is make a magazine. That was my first really silly business decision because it was the most expensive hobby ever, but I decided to make a magazine. And so I would interview all these um, sort of health gurus of the time. I mean, this was like 15 or 16 years ago, um, health gurus of the time. And the thing that really stood out to me is all of them said, and it was, all of them said was that their kids did not grow up to be healthy. And I was like, wait, what? Like, why would you spend all that time and energy and not like spread the love? Like that makes no sense to me. So I, I just sort of dove deep into that topic and the book ended up being all the things I figured out in all those conversations. But Mia, it is important because I can tell you, I, I, I have this, I don't know. It's it's amazing, but our kids and I'm not I'm gonna generalize because I think it is actually happening. Um, they don't have anything to do with fruits and vegetables. They like things like anti fruits and vegetables. I don't know if it's just me, but I, I'm seeing that everywhere. I mean, I I don't see kids of any age. I would say group <laughs> sit yeah. and eat. You know, veg. I mean, some I'm, I'm assuming some families are pushing and making sure that's happening. But the menus that these children, I mean, I, I watch in yeah. restaurants and places that what the orders are and all I see is fries, burger, yeah. pizza. It's like the same five elements, you know, chicken, uh, nuggets, whatever. That's the menu. Uh, very rarely you can see like a plate of a salad plate or like some real vegetables on the plate and things like that. Even meat. Like I have a fight with my son every day. Like, you know, you got to get some meat in there. You got to get some veggies. Well, and that's where this whole planning thing came up of really thinking of things from the out from the inside out, because literally if you put a like toddler or five year old, like if they had never seen a kid's menu before and you like 
sat them down somewhere and like had them go get their food like they're gonna pick the colorful fruits and vegetables because orange and green is a lot more exciting than white and brown like they're gonna go for all that they're not gonna pick those so somewhere someone decided that this was the cool thing to do like some marketer and then it caught on and so then we decided that like this is the way right like this is the way that we're gonna eat and it's like not even true it's not even what they would pick that sounds like the Mandalorian. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> I love I've it. never even seen it. <laughs> uh, but but you know it's 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 uh, you're right. It's it's amazing how the mind trick is there, right? Like our kids. To your point, if they are not conditioned to this, you know, and they, they open up to one version of the, just like us. When I grew up, I mean, it was you ate you ate food. It was you have to have a salad. You have to have some vegetables on the plate, and you get some fruits. They, it's not there. And by the way, we have like three menus in the house because my kids themselves they don't even eat the same thing, and 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 now they're gone. They're gone older, and it's difficult to actually change their behavior. You tell them, but there's a point. Like to your point, they're not going to be healthy, and I can tell them now. You're not going to feel the effect. Wait until you get a little older, and things are not going to be the same for you. Your body is not going to function. You're going to have deficiencies, and so on and so forth. And then you're going to wonder why you have those because you're not getting the stuff that you need. Your nutrients are not there. It is a problem. And I think that's a problem that all parents are struggling with. Well, maybe most parents. Now, maybe yeah, absolutely. parts of the world, it's a little different. But at least in, in the Western world, this is in the U.S. I mean, I know that our food, even the school. I mean, you know, my I just had this discussion with my son two days ago, a couple of days ago. What's what's with the food in school? I mean, compared to Japan and some other parts, I mean, what's offered is two different, you know, menus. Literally, one is healthy, one is not. And I, again, I'm not... Maybe I'm not judging, but the fact is that's affecting because maybe there's no budget. I don't know. But at the end of the day, you can spend the same equal money to buy some stuff that is healthy versus the non-healthy stuff. But but that's what trending, you know, that's what people want. Anyways, so so I we wanted to discuss those because those are all important, valuable, valuable pieces of the foundation of the, today's, you know, living healthy and all that. And so so now you went to next evolution the balance, life balance. And that is the most important thing because again, we need to find the time to eat. We need to find the time to do the right stuff. We need to time to vacation, to spend time with our, you know, loved ones, uh, time for your own health, for your, for, for fitness, for wellness, for a walk, for movement. You know, we kind of lose these things, but I think the hardest part is like, we don't know how to start. <laughs> we don't know how to plan it. And, and, I love what you have done is you are a designer. You help design things. You put all this stuff together in a prefabricated, pre-ready, like ready, set, go format. You know, it's like, you know, cookie cutter here, take it, go. Maybe not cookie cutter to that aspect. I'm assuming you can have varieties of options, but yeah. the idea is you set up, like, if I don't know how to do it, I can, I can have a plan. Yes. There's a system behind it. <laughs> exactly. So let's yes. talk about that. You know, what does, how does the system look like? What are the different formulas? Uh, let's talk about the flow planning as well. Yeah. So, so really what it's based in is what we already started talking about, which is really starting from a vision, right? Mm -hmm. Like starting from, starting from within yourself and like, what is your vision for whatever it is you're looking at? So whether you're thinking about your week or your year or your month, like, like what's the vision? Like, wh what are you going toward? And I love guiding people toward like a three or five year. Like, what do I want then? Because often we get so in the weeds that it's like, and it's, and all the noise is much easier. Like it's much easier to, 
to get distracted by it when we're just like in today. But when we're thinking about what we really want five years out, um, usually we can connect more like to that, to that vision that's really ours. And then we can start making choices based with that lens, right? So it's like, well, in five years, if I'm going to be there, then why would I do this now? Right. So, so that, so it helps us with the lens. So we start with the vision. Um, and then it's, uh, it's, it's about really looking at what that vision looks like. Right. And so often the thing we do, so anyone who's a dreamer out there, you might already like be visionary, but you're, you're probably in your head. And so often we keep a lot of the thoughts in our head. So it's about really like getting them out, getting everything on paper. And sometimes we get here and this is also where the endless to-do list comes from. It's essentially in this format. So maybe you haven't connected with your vision to make your to-do list. So I highly recommend the vision part before the to-do list. But even with the vision, the to-do list can feel pretty daunting, um, especially if you're a big ideas person or, or you're really like wanting to create a good life for yourself, which I'm assuming all your listeners do. And so but, but, but why that is, is because is when we connect to a vision, like our brain assumes that it's done. Like our brain is like, yeah, that's my vision. Of course, we're just going to make it ha happen. Like it doesn't even know that it hasn't happened yet. So that's where that initial like overwhelm comes in, because then the second you're like, oh my gosh, I have to make this happen. It, it, it's it's overwhelming to us. It's literally overwhelming to our system. So like not in a bad way, in a very natural way, because that's how our brain works. And then we we get clear on like the time. So like once you sort of have made some choices, it's like, great, well, when are you going to do it? And that helps anchor us in time. So I feel like usually what we do is we like choose between the to-do list or the calendar model. And I think it's really important to, to, to match to me, like for them both to be present because the, the, the listing model is, is the creative process. That's really getting it out of your head, making sense of it, like moving things around. But then we need to anchor it in time because as you said earlier, we all live in the same 24 hour days. So we have to, we have to make sense of these things in that time to the best of our our ability. And that really helps just like calm our nervous system. And the other thing that's a little different, um, like within the process, and, and I'll get to like, sort of what we're thinking about in a sec, I'm, I'm saying really high level at this first, this first pass. But the other thing that's a little different is, is that then we practice like following through, which I don't know is something we ever really think about, because it, it is a practice to show up to these things. We weren't taught how to show up to what we really want. We were taught how to sort of be cogs in a wheel, right? Like that's what school was. That's what corporate America is. That's what, you know, all these things are, but we weren't really taught to follow through on our desires um, and what we're really wanting. And so it's a practice. It takes practice. It takes patience. Um, and we have to be able to learn from our mistakes, which, you know, I feel like everything that we um, are talking about is, you know, definitely can be for men or women. Sometimes I separate it out more masculine feminine, because we all have that in us. But that that quality of, um, of making a mistake and trying again is something that particularly has been hammered into girls that what if it's like, if it's just le like, if it's if it's bad, just walk away, like, don't try again. Whereas for some reason, boys get the message that they should keep trying. So that is one area that follow through piece that I think is really specific to women, is that we need to learn from what goes well, and what doesn't go well, so that we can like read, we can keep going around that cycle of like creating a vision, deciding, putting into time and practicing following through, we need to keep going around that cycle. 
So that, that's like one piece. And then the other thing is, is that yes, have this big vision, but then especially right now in this day and age, you know, we've just come out of a, a global pandemic or we're coming out of a global pandemic. And, um, you know, if, if people are balancing either parenting or taking care of parents or just like a busy life of all the things, then, um, we really, it's, it's hard to think in terms of a year, like, which is, seems to be the model that a lot of us get put in. Like, what, are, what is your, your year goals, you know? And so I like to think of it more in terms of seasons. So yes, we have this five-year thing, but like, what are the seasons of your year? And if, for example, if you have kids in school, sometimes it's like school year versus summer. Um, if you live in somewhere, like I, we, we both live in places that have four seasons. So if you live somewhere with four seasons, like literally people right now tell me in spring that they can't concentrate. And then people in fall are like, oh, I just want to get to work. And then people in winter are like, I just don't want to be seen right now. You know, <laughs> so like there really are flavors to seasons. Um, we could also have seasons of our own health. So you could have a time when you're like recovering from something or, um, you know, a new mother or a new father or, um, you know, you can also have seasons where you have a ton of energy. And so it's like, we should respond to those. Like every season isn't equal. And so we're really always considering like what season are we in right now and, and choosing wisely from that, all the things that we can choose from our five-year vision, like what fits in right now. Right. Um, and then the last thing is always thinking in all these all the quadrants. So like a lot of models break this up into like eight different areas of your life. I like to keep things simple, as you know, by the name of our business. So I I, <laughs> I think like food and wellness is like one category. Uh, lifestyle, which would include family and travel and all the things. Um, and we our process is called the flow planning process. So I, I needed the word O to, you know, to stand for what I would call like sort of the more spiritual self-care area. So we call that OM, but that's what that stands for and work. And we, if we start to always be wondering about what, what piece of each of those are we moving forward in any season toward that goal and, and, you know, toward that vision of what we want five years from now to look, we can start to create, we, we, we give ourselves a lot less opportunity to get stuck. Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah. No, you make super sense. And I'm listening to you and I'm, I'm almost picturing a business plan for life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's really like, you know, you're, you're typical with, it's that, that entrepreneur brand, right? You know, you're thinking about like, you got to have the vision and you got to plan it. You got to put it in the time frame. You got to have what the tasks are and so on and so forth. You got to follow through with it and you have to break it down in quarterly. <laughs> your earnings. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, but the, the really important part is that like, you've got to start from your like intuition. Like that's like the most important part. Like you have to start from, your knowing and and sort of like so the first step in even doing that and and why I love planning actually as a concept is because all planning is is deciding in advance and we we're making choices all the time mm -hmm. but when you sit down to plan you have an opportunity to be like in a calm positive mindset right and so you're not choosing what your month is going to be like, or your season is going to be like, or your day is going to be like from a frazzled, busy mind, you're choosing because you've given yourself the benefit of like calming yourself down. Like whether you've taken three deep breaths, walked around the block, gone on a five mile run, like whatever it is for you, 
it's different for everybody, but you've calmed yourself down enough to be like thinking from the smart part of your brain. Well, so, so Mia, let's talk about that, right? People are different. Yeah. Um, and I, I love what you said about masculinity versus, you know, f f you know, you, you, you've differentiated a little bit that, you know, in terms of what it is, uh, as opposed to boys and girls, but even with that concept, you're right. I mean, it's just traditionally how we've been, I guess, trained if you think about it. Right. But in the reality, there, there's no difference. Everybody can do the same. We have the ability to do it just that you almost being conditioned over centuries. And you know, this is how it is. We're in a different era and things are, are just more, I guess, contemporary and sophisticated. And we can do this. So I love that. But the idea is that people are different and not everybody knows how to plan. As you said, you know, people just ad hoc, they do things, you know, like uh, it's too much actually kind of put a plan together. I mean, if that was easy, everybody would be like super organized. <laughs> That's not the case, right? It is It is important to realize our limitations, but what you said is very simple. If you sit down and you start putting it, you know, pen to paper and you kind of organize it in that as aspect of it, it also gives you time to kind of cool down and calm down and be collected, you know, a little bit, your thoughts are there and you can just kind of proceed slowly and it gives you, you know, and that's the other thing, you, you plan, but I love it when you said this is not a full year, you know, seasonal, you know, let's talk about this season and how we're going to play one day at a time, one week at a time, one month at a time, one season at a time. And then you plan it correctly, whether it's, you know, and again, we'll talk about that. I mean, in terms of like what those processes are and how they can change in terms of lifestyle versus, you know, the type of food and so on and so forth. But not everybody will approach it the same way. And and that's that's the concern. Well, not a concern. I think that's the problem that we have because people are running, they're doing stuff. And then you come in and you say, oh, you have an issue. Okay, I, I, I get it. <laughs> but my issue is like, I can't do this stuff. I don't know how to do it. I'm overwhelmed. You know, my work is draining me. I can't, you know, have a good life balance. I'm having arguments. I can't take care of my kids. You know, all my the school is calling. I got to go here and my boss and, and this is for someone that's employed. It's a whole, a lot of juggling, but you know, when you want to get started, that's the hardest part. People may have different levels of starting <laughs> or commitment to start because I can, I love what you said. Maybe I can change my life starting today. And you said it yourself, you did it. Like this wasn't for you and you needed to stop. And you, that was the day, the moment, right? But everybody needs to find that moment. And I think I think for our audiences, because they are so diversified, because they maybe at different times, you know, in their life, uh, you know, in terms of age, in terms of uh, career path, business, whatever the, the case may be, uh, family status, you know, those are all th different variations, right? And again, this doesn't have to be. You don't. You could be a family person. You may not have even a family, but you do have the overall big family, which is your your entourage, your your neighbors, your friends, and so on and so forth. Your coworkers are your family sometimes because we do actually work with people more time. Uh, and even if you have a business, you have your employees, you know, they're still your colleagues and coworkers. So it's very difficult. How do you help people kind of manage that part? Like, you know, the start yeah. point, because starting everything is difficult. Okay. So, so the most important thing to understand is mm -hmm. that actually what we're not really doing is time management. What we're doing is energy management. So, mm -hmm. so take like the time out of it, because the second we start thinking about calendars and time, like we, we literally get all contracted because nobody wants to just have a calendar full of Love things it. and feel like they have to stick to them. So really what we're doing is energy management. So the, the easiest way I think to start just even seeing how this could impact your life is literally get, I'm looking for a post on my desk. There's not one, but like literally have a post-it or a note, like the background, like anything. And just take like in, in literally three minutes, 
you can close your eyes, imagine your future self. Like, what are you doing three years from now? What are you doing five years from now? And just see what comes to mind. Something different is going to come to mind every day because every day you become another version of yourself or you have a little bit more ability to have a different picture in there. So every time you're going to think of something different, you're like, oh, great. Like, okay, I'm seeing that. Great. So what are three things that I'm going to do today that like really are in alignment with that future self? What are three things I'm going to do? And they don't have to take all day. It's like, for I'm going to try meditating for five minutes tomorrow, or I'm just going to try actually having a piece of fruit for breakfast, or I'm going to see what happens if I just leave work at five instead of staying until 7.30 when I don't really need to be checking email anymore. Like whatever it is, like three things will just pop into your head because those are your three things. And none of those things that I just said, take any time. In fact, closing your computer is just making a choice and walking out the door. So it's like, it's not like they necessarily have to take a ton more time, but they they have an impact. So the fact that you would meditate for five minutes is going to counter those four hours you're sitting at your desk in a way that you just can't imagine, you know, yet. And so you just do those three things. And then you, at the end of the day, you just reflect back on what happened. And then you close your eyes again and you think of yourself, you know, three or five years out and you come up with the next three things and they're not taking much time, but they're, they're affecting your energy. And I like to think of it more. It's like, it's not like we're, cause when we talk about work-life balance, we immediately see a timeline and it's like, all right, well, if I work eight hours, that means I must have to balance life for eight hours. But I don't think it's like that. I really do believe that like a really kind to yourself, walk around the block at 1130 because your back is hurting because you've been sitting in a chair can really balance out the two and a half hours that you've been sitting doing work. It's, it's, it's not about time. It's about the quality. Well, Mia, perfect. That, that is, that is an excellent point. Um, cause even at work, let's say you work for someone and, and you have, you know, performance that you have to, to test on the day. You do have break times, you know, for, for those that are hourly. And, you know, if you're not, you do have the ability to, to, to do some stuff. I know we, we give the excuse. I was caught up. I was busy. But there are times you can find. Yeah, so time. it's about catching that. Th exactly. Those, that's what we want to start catching in ourselves, right? Like, no, that's that's not true. It is true that you have to go to work for eight hours. It's not true that you're too busy to walk around the block instead of scrolling Instagram. Like, that's where we have to start catching <laughs> ourselves. Yeah. No, it, it is real because it's again, it's all us. If we are aware, I think the awareness part is 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 a big piece. And I love what you said. This is not time management. This is energy management it's 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 how you flow it how you make it work it's like how you make the best of everything you, you talk even you can be standing at work and, and and do some activity you can just sit down relax to your point and between meetings and take that break there are things that we can do and some people do that right um but but I think we all just so conditioned to like, this is the only way versus like finding a better way. And and sometimes it's again, being aware, being educated about it, at least learn about there's more to do. And, and it's like, again, we talk about, we joke about the matrix concept, but you know, you got to open up to, to the reality that this is you. I, I love I, the matrix. I love the matrix. <laughs> I, well, I mean, it is right. It's, it's either yeah. you're in the zone or you're like, you're clear, yeah. you know, and if you're clear in minded, you will be able to, op you know, operate differently. And so, and, and, you know, it's, it's, I, I was uh, watching, um, one of the clips on one of the, the shows and the discussion was very simple. If you drop dead today, right. 
companies will post for your job very shortly after your demise unfortunately that's just the reality you walk out you're just you're expendable you're you know the door you know revolves somebody else gonna come in and replace you but your health your family everything is as important and that's the most important thing yes you got to commit to your job you got to commit to your work you got to do all stuff that's part of life you have to have that that's part of you got to enjoy what you're doing of course we talked about that in the beginning then you won't have to worry but understand that you know if you are not aware, you're not making these necessary changes and to your point, energy changes or management to your lifestyle, you're you're not going to be doing good. And so that leads me to the next question, Mia. Uh, the contributions of your surrounding. I mean, this is there's you, right? You can do all this stuff and I love it. It's all pre-planned and it's got a good flow. But then how do you work around the people in your life and how you can get them to kind of accept that system that change and be part of it what are their contributions yeah so i mean a, a lot of all of this is is coming into understanding of what you actually can control because <laughs> okay. we can't control everything <laughs> and so so often when we're thinking about what we want or what we're planning for a, a lot of my coaching actually is around a lot of times people will put th bring things in that that actually they they can't control so we are always looking at like what what actually can you do like so for example before this inter interview i texted my daughter and was like i had put the chicken and the sweet potatoes in the oven before <laughs> can you take it out while i'm on the interview you know and i hear someone in the kitchen right now so i think things are happening but like so so we can create, um, you know, we, we, we have to communicate mm -hmm. and, but I find that that's so much easier to do when we're clear. So it really always, the first step is, is to be clear and we can't affect all the people around us, but we can, when we truly like show up fully as ourselves, which is what all this work is meant to have us do, um, that is it's just like it's contagious it's clear it's um it often gets the result that we're looking for that you know the the script or the the you know the way to like the other things aren't aren't getting us there because we're we're truly taking personal responsibility for our time which most of us don't do well it's but but here's the good news there is you and there is the work that's being done. There are programs that that help. I mean, yeah. you know, as as little as they are. Uh, and and I, I, you said something very powerful earlier that when you started looking at this, there were no podcasts and things like that. Now there's shows. You're oh a podcaster yourself. So so we want to highlight your podcast. So it's the uh, Plan Simple Podcast, right? So, yeah. So <laughs> Everything has the same name. It's super yeah. easy. <laughs> uh, listen, you're keeping it you know, tight. I love it. Uh, it, and it's simple too, but, but really folks, you know, uh, check out her podcast and, uh, you know, the work and, and I'm sure this hour is not going to be sufficient to get you all the nuggets, but I think there's more if you listen to her show. So yeah, when you get a chance, I I'll have the link as well on the, uh, the, the episode's, uh, description, but so now the program you're coaching people, uh, is this, um, remote? Is there a program that they have to sign up for? What's the time frame that, you know, someone can be part of this program? Yeah. So the way that we like work with paying clients is that we, we, people come in and we call ourselves like the handholders. So mm -hmm. we generally serve people who listen to a lot of podcasts, who 
buy a lot of courses, are, you know, like learning and wanting to grow. And yet it's not always easy to implement. It's not always easy to follow through on the things that they're learning. And so everything we do is around like, showing up and saying the three things you're going to work on this week. We have co-working sessions all day long, many of them, so that you can actually like come into focus. So we're teaching people how to focus and practicing focus. So it's all about, it's all about, I, I it's funny because I like, I don't like using the word doing, but it, it it's about following through. It's about following through on your promises to yourself in a, in a way that like, if you're somebody who can't, do that because it, we most of us weren't taught to do that or most of us are living in situations that make it harder to do that and so um that is what we do in flow and sort of as a precursor to that though on our website we do have a free course called from overwhelm to ease and that's really about this initial concept of like how really a lot of this is about our our thoughts and our feelings and how that leads to our actions. And when we start to understand that, then we start to understand that overwhelm is actually a feeling. And if we go back and start to, to spend time um, more on our emotions and tending to that, then we can get to a place where we're making different cho choices and we actually are able to choose from the inside out. So that's sort of available to anyone who's listening and we would love you to come get it. Thank you. Now, now the time frame for the program, let's say I'm a parent, oh, you know, what yeah. Would, what so would we, that be? The, yeah. So this is a place where I made a really clear, intuitive decision a long time ago and got a lot of pushback actually from <laughs> coaches who I was training with at the time. And now it's like a thing, like people are doing it more now, but we like to work with people for a year because, and, and we, we, we are pretty affordable for a, as far as like year long programs go, but, um, but we do it for a year because I think that when we want to make a change, especially if you're somebody who's balancing a lot of things, it's like you need to understand how to grow your business, how to eat healthy, how to parent your teenager. You need to understand all of that in the different seasons, when there's school, when there's vacation, when your in-laws are visiting, like whatever's happening, like we're always getting these. So we're always waiting for the perfect time. And the perfect time doesn't really happen, but we can learn how to do all the things we want in a variety of different seasons and times. So that's what that's the thinking behind it. Um, is not that we're trying to prolong anything, but in order to like really create time, I think you need to have experienced it in all the different kinds of seasons. Well, I, I love it because you do have to experience. To your point, you have to experience the whole cycle. Because yeah. you know what. The, the way the winter works and your, your kids are in school is different than summer. So, yeah. so I, I love it. I, and by the way, <clears throat> again, you are an entrepreneur, you are an innovator and you, you always, you don't have to stand to the same formula as everybody else. Teach his own. I mean, some programs, they go to four weeks, two weeks, you know, six weeks and so on. So for a couple of months, this is a life changing, you know, opportunity that, that is, that requires a lot of planning, a lot of work, a lot of taking action, as you said, like following through. And it is not going to happen overnight. You need well, to. Well, and we love partnering with all the four-week course pe people because, like, we help people. That's that we love holding people's hands. And so, like, you know, a lot of people are signing up for other people's things even while they're in our thing, and and yet now they have the support they need to actually follow through on those things. No, no. Again, I'm. I, yeah. Every program has its own merits. Well, your program it just has. You have to go through the season. To your point. Yes, exactly. It, it's it's different one season to the other this is yeah you know the kids are off school what are you gonna do 
you know, they want to go on vacation, they have activities, they have stuff. Yeah, and you, and you still want to be healthy and grow your business. So, you know, and if that's the case, then you, you figure out how, and it just looks different. Well, well, so, so listen, I love your concept and, uh, you know, uh, it's great stuff that's available to people. And by the way, so now this is, um, available worldwide, I'm assuming, because you don't have to physically be there. This yeah, is just a program exactly. To exactly. We, we work for pretty much every time zone. We just shifted things up because a few people in Australia joined. So that was the one time zone we didn't work very well for. The but people now in the future do. for us. Yeah. <laughs> I refer to it as the future people. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, but yeah, that's gorgeous, right? That's, I love it. I, but but that's the thing. Again, uh, you're malleable, you're flexible, you're adjustable. And that's actually what we are. You're pretty much training people to do. You have to adjust, you have the seasons, you yeah. have to, you know, make sure that you kind of metaphor, you know, metamorphose, you know, your, yourself and, and your, your style across the, the timelines here. Um, so, um, any, we're coming to the end of the show, any advice for our audiences today? Or that, you know, yeah, I think just, I just think that like what I was just saying, like, there's never a perfect time. There just isn't like, and, and I think especially women are like, well, I'll just wait. Like I'll wait till my body's the right size or I'll wait till my kids are grown up or I'll wait until I get the next thing gig or whatever and that doesn't usually happen first what usually happens first is we need to make a choice and we need to start making things better so if you're like you know ooh, there's that thing and now i'm inspired to go do it just go try go do it just take one little step one little step it's all that's needed that's it yeah. yeah, it's been a pleasure. I learned a lot. This was a great, you know, discussion. I hope that people can learn from it. Also, people, please feel free to check out, uh, you know, Mia's uh, Plan Simple program and uh, her website. I will have that on the description of the show. And definitely check out her podcast, listen to it. I'm sure there's more, you know, uh, talks and uh, exchanges that she has with, with her own guests and, uh, you know, uh, there's always going to be some valuable insights. I, I love this world. It's just amazing that the wealth of information that we can get from it. So, oh my gosh! Once you're in, into this, it's like it's a this is a real drug, but it's it's a healthy drug, <laughs> you know. Um, so, thank you so much, Mia, for being with us today. Thank Appreciate you for having me. As you watch the night come to a <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I'm funny. In. Like you know, just, it's I'm like all of a sudden I'm in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're Thank in the you East so Coast much. apparently because we have the same. You know, I, I'm I have the same here. So <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Well, well, listen, thank you so much. And folks, I hope you enjoyed this this uh, show today and uh, you found it valuable. So uh, stay tuned for another one. New day, new show, new topic with me, Hurricane H. We'll be talking soon. Bye for now. <laughs>